Yo, 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 it's another week, another episode of The Real Spill. This is your boy, C. It's your boy, B. And uh, we are what? It's two weeks into January, three weeks. Oh, shit, it's week three. We three weeks into January. Um, yes, sir. The Rona's still out there. Um, gas still high. Netflix still charging too much money for the bullshit they put on. They just uh, raised the price. Yeah. Cowboys still trash as fuck. I, I told you what was gonna happen yesterday. Uh but yeah, bro, you also said that the Eagles was gonna upset uh, Tampa I, Bay. I and wanted I like, the Eagles to win. I heard what, I was with you when you was like the Tampa Bay was gonna get upset. Like, Hell yeah. They're not seeing who they was playing. I'm like, ain't no fucking no, way. I needed the Eagles to win for retribution for the bullshit Tampa was on this whole season. Bro, Jalen Hurst is a quarterback. They ain't never gonna be successful. The, bro, we're not first off, we're not gonna start off with this regular Jalen Hurst. But uh we have we have a guest on today. Uh see my boy put up Joel. Let's go with y'all boys, man. Hey man, we hanging out, man. Thank you for joining us tonight, bro. Yeah, appreciate it, man. You wanna go ahead and introduce Lego yourself? started with the slander, but go ahead. <laughs> you said what? You wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Joel. Um from below, basically, that's how I know these guys, you know, go back way many years, bro. Oh, we old. Yeah. Florida boy. This is the Florida boy episode. Oh, yeah, all of us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't slandered uh, blonde if it's true. See, slander and libel means that it's not true. Uh, so when I say, like, the Eagles garbage, like, if it wasn't true, that would be no, slander. It, it wasn't the slander on the Eagles, the slander on Jalen Hurts. But what the hell has Jalen Hurts done? What do you mean? What the hell does he have over there? That first six games of the season, they refused to run the ball. And when they started running the ball, they became the number one running team in the league. That should have been their identity the whole season. They got you, uh, they got Devontae Smith. Why would they just run the ball? They got one receiver. It's a lot of people one receiver. Hell, they, I say we got one receiver. We got the triple crown because that's nah, the only person that Matt Stafford sees. <laughs> just, just Cooper Cup. Five people running down the field and say, white. Yeah, yeah, I got receivers. Right there. Your number two got hurt, but you you have other pieces on that team. You have other pieces to throw to. Them. I would have much rather played the Cowboys than the 49ers. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cakewalk with the Cowboys. We all know that. Some boys so damn trash, bro. <laughs> boys so cabbage. Oh man, but thanks for joining us, Joe. Uh we again sports talk was good, good way to uh start it because we gonna uh continue our Conversation where we was we we was recounting our stories of uh, the college recruiting um, process, and you know, this time we was gonna talk about you know our experiences when we got there, right? So, essentially, if you didn't hear last week's, stop this and gonna take your ass to listen to last week. Um, but here's the quick and dirty version: we were just talking about being sold the bill of goods. Um, I, I don't know if I was really sold the bill of goods. Let me, I I, I know that. It became apparent as I the, the longer I stayed at Beloit that what he was selling me, what Brand was selling me, was the dream that he himself had was that we were gonna be as good as Barati them year. Like that one good year he had, he really thought that my recruiting class, year after us and the year before us, was gonna keep him there. Um, and it was just disappointments for everybody. Uh, but go ahead and let our guest, you know, give give his 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 rendition of it um, as well, Joe. You can also talk about. Know how your recruiting went? Like, so what did they tell you? How did you run into Beloit? Yeah, so basically, the way I heard about Beloit was, um, I went to like this, uh, basically a recruiting fair. Um, uh, basically a bunch of coaches reached out to me and my coaches, and um, also like a couple of other teammates. 
and uh, you know, you go ahead and go talk to them if you're interested as well. Um, Met Brand, he, you know, kind of like said like I'll get instant play time basically, and like I I found out that um one of the players like was related to my track coach, and so like that's that was like a connection right there, and then so like he reached out and had his mom talk to my mom and like uh then because my mom didn't want me to go like all the way from Florida to Wisconsin. And so, like, once they had that conversation, because the player was also from Florida, so then, like, my mom was, like, a little little bit more at ease um, about the situation. And so, like, I visited. They flew me out. And honestly, it was a good experience for me, like, during the visit. They basically told me that you can do whatever you want there. Um, you know, brand's going to have your back and this and that about it. And so, like, I decided to commit to Beloit. And so that was, my that was like, my recruiting experience, basically. I, I hear a theme here, man. We immigrant parents, like uh, y'all, y'all can't <laughs> go too far. <laughs> yeah. So I, you, I, go ahead, uh, Belon. I was gonna say, yeah. The worst part about my summer before I got to campus was shopping to move to Wisconsin, because may I mind you, this is the Trayvon Martin summer mm. where the verdict came out, George Zimmerman's free. I'm out here shopping to go live in the cold. And my mom refused for me to buy a hoodie. She refused. And I'm like, mom, I don't know if you've been up there, but I have. <laughs> I was ill prepared the first time. Shit, you were still gonna be ill prepared with that damn hoodie. You're gonna have to buy five hoodies. <laughs> you gotta buy a hoodie from there to be warm there. Fact. So yeah. So when you got there, bro, like how when you got there, how much had changed uh from what they told you it was gonna be like? Um, basically, um, so when I got there, I was actually supposed to play offense. I was mm. supposed to be like a slot receiver. Um, they say it was gonna put me in motion, maybe put me at Wildcat. They told me like they sold me a dream, basically. Um, mm. And so once I um I got there, they switched me to defense. And mm. so they also had me playing that um <clears throat> safety in like a little nickel position. And I never really played safety in high school. And so like um basically they also had like a senior at that spot. They told me like the spot would be wide open. And so um, that was like, it was just different, honestly. And so I had to learn the playbook, learn the different position. And it was just like a tough process for me. And like, basically I wasn't as interested like as the season went on. And I had like injuries as well. Why did they switch you? From, um, what you mean, from offense to defense? Yeah, why did they switch you from offense to defense? Not a rhyme um, or reason. I didn't really get a reason, honestly. I just I already, already committed at that point. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with it. Because I find it like they, they switched Belon. Well, they tried to switch Belon. Belon, uh, he mutinied. Um, I ain't never get that option. I guess I wasn't, I wasn't nice enough to play over. <laughs> but uh, they also did more switching of defense from, from offense to defense. They didn't really take a whole lot of defensive players onto the offensive side of the ball. But you know how asinine that is? They are not Nick Saban. They can't get a top recruit receiver and put him at corner and make him the best corner in the league. They can't do that. But they got the infrastructure. What was the name of the coach on Friday Night Lights? <laughs> coach, um, coach Taylor, them niggas wasn't Coach Taylor. Son. They went Coach Taylor out there. Coach Taylor out there knew how to win. Damn it! Then went to the school across town and went over there. My folks that watch Friday Night Lights, if you don't, you sleep, man. That TV show, fire, bro. That's a great comparison right there. But yeah, like we, bro. Again, I played on some terrible fucking football teams, bro. Real bad football teams. Never went defeated in my life. It was like playing for the bad news bears. That wasn't shit funny. And you weren't getting paid. Bro, what was it? Talking with you, Joe. We lost by an average of three touchdowns, I feel like. 
Every game. Yeah, we got to destroy that year, honestly. <laughs> every game, bro. <laughs> every year, every game, bro. And it was terrible. Because that was also the year everybody seemed to tear their damn ACL. Um, mm. However, I found out folks was tearing the ACL. Not going to drop no names because ain't fed. But folks was on performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> Uh, playing Division Three football, so I'm gonna let that sit with you for a little bit. It ain't never that damn. Uh, and that's why they was tearing the ACL, um, which was terrible because we already had a no. You know what was funny as hell that happened? Was that was Cam your classmate? Belon was Cam the year before y'all. Which Cam? Quarterback. Cameron. Yeah. So they my my class, my class. Bro, y'all was junior year, and we was at camp, and uh, that speaker the uh, Navy Seal had came, and Buddy was yeah. like. Uh, who the starting quarterback? And Will stood up and Cam stood up at the same damn time. And we like, ooh. And then we, we were shocked the next practice when Will wasn't on the team. <laughs> hey, man. That man came down and took that shit. Oh, man. That was a shame. Man. But yeah, the, 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 the selling a bill, a bill of goods is, is... I will say this, though. As much bullshit as they sold about football... One lie that they did not tell was how good the school was. I give them that. The school was very good, and I appreciated them for that. They could have kept that for. Bro, it's it's not about selling the dream. Like I said last part, I didn't care about the dream. I want to compete, but then you can't tell me I'm gonna have a chance to compete when I get to say, "Yeah, we don't want you to compete for this position. We want to give you this position." I don't care about that. I'm here for one reason, one reason only: to perfect what I do. They had six of you niggas, though. That's the that's what they didn't tell you. It was no, six they, of y'all. They, they recruited nine of us and then got seven of them to flip the defense, and they thought I was going to be the last one. I remember they put one at corner against a six-seven tight end. Hey, and I said, ain't nothing. Juan was wanted to be in a very good corner, though. <laughs> he was. <laughs> but I said, Juan, you played corner in high school? No, they asked me to play when I got here. What did you play in high school? Running back. Just like... um. Um, but other buddy from Florida, not um, not battle. Battle was always hurt, but battle would have been a great plug in for Kenny. Just much smaller, but a very good. Come on, you talking about Luxon? Not Luxon. Luxon was a Luxon was the opposite flip. Luxon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Luxon played a uh, defense. Well, Luxon was a corner, so and Luxon, they came and moved them to offense. Luxon film is everything. Luxon first play of his game because we watched that nigga film after he committed. Luxon first play of his game film is him running down on kickoff, bro. Not even kick ret- kickoff, bro. <laughs> Fucking somebody up. Cause he was fast to everybody. Damn. Dwight. Dwight played yeah. O and got switched over. Nah. No, he played linebacker and they got switched to uh No, he played uh DN. Got switched to linebacker. Dwight wasn't no damn DN. In high school, he was playing DN. You see how you remember how tight those hips were? Freshman year, remember that back pedal? And they try to move the safety. Remember that back pedal. <laughs> the white was like you undersized, but he can hit. He could tackle. But undersized, so they're like, what you, we're gonna move you around. You're like, nah, keep me in that box. <laughs> undersized didn't mean nothing because the nigga that like the the Ian Dunning was not a big linebacker, bro. He wasn't strong, he wasn't athletic, <laughs> but that was brand boy. <laughs> Best friend. Like, he couldn't do shit wrong. Coach wasn't taking that nigga out for nothing. Which was wild, because then the opposite. The scenes that, uh, Joe, you talking about, motherfucking Bobby. Bro, Bobby ass breathe wrong. Brand taking his ass out, bro. bro Let Bobby ass sneeze out there. 
Ian was the king of arm tactics. He never tried to tackle. He'll put an arm out and hope he calls line you. And if it don't work, it don't work. I don't know, bro. Buddy said Oklahoma played good ass football. I ain't see it. We know Oklahoma don't play no D. Bruh, I don't hear Oklahoma talked about in football in high school, bro. If it ain't Georgia, Florida, Cali, or Texas, anybody Nevada, you, I'll throw Nevada in there too. Nevada has, they, they've won a couple of national championships last decade in football. So that's the only reason I heard of them. Because they're right there by Cali. So some people just literally move right there for the. I mean, no, Cap, because Cap play, Cap play for Nevada. Um, but we got Joe here. I want to ask. Um, so, Joe, you was there. Were you there the year that uh, berated him last year? Yeah, I was at that uh, senior year. They senior year. So that was the year that y'all yeah, won yeah. eight games. Uh, nah, that I think that was one before that. Oh yeah, that's the so that was they offered. Uh, they won five that year though. They won yeah, yeah. several conference mm-hmm. games. So yeah, the, what would what would you say was the biggest change in the culture of the team? You know, being there with guys that had won. They had they were used to winning. Um, on that team, even though they, even though they didn't have the same success they had their junior year. So, what was the, what was it like in that locker room? And then uh, when you came back, I think it was our sophomore year. Right. I think the biggest difference was probably like uh the weight room, like um what's the name Barati and all them. They went crazy in the weight room and like they pushed everybody else to do the same. But like the next year, like it wasn't even the same. And like I feel like they had the same leaders too. Like they expected, like um, I guess the person who like replaced the variety, they expected him to play the same. And you got to switch the defense up if you got to play like that, bro. Because he's not gonna make the same plays that Barati did, like either in the pass game or in like in the run game either. And I feel like we didn't make those changes after like the personnel switch. Yeah, because Bach was not an agile human being. Nah. Uh, he's not <laughs> trying to cover anybody. Um, but but to be fair, you know that's what they. So when I got recruited, I was supposed to play that nickel, um, and I, I told them, I said, bro, I don't cover. Like that's not what I like. <laughs> Find the ball, find the ball, hit the ball. That's what we play. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's where they wanted us. Um, sophomore, freshman and sophomore year, they tried to play that nickel, but realized quickly we didn't have no athletes like that. So they had me out there. They had uh, Ian out there. Brad's my brand was happy as hell when you came back sophomore year, bro. Uh, they like, all right, we put Joel out there. Uh, but then by then we had the linebacker personnel because then it was me. They had Snatch Collins by then, and Bach was linebacker. And then it was Cavello. <laughs> Motherfucking Jobin, bro. Damn. Why was we so fucking bad, bro? Why, why were we so bad? It was, I think it might have been the offense too. I feel like defense was trash, but the offense ain't help either. My, I mean, my question to y'all is like, why ain't y'all tell us this on our recruiting visit? I, I played space with you when I came up, Clego. I do not think I lied to you and told you we was good. I, I, if no, I told I, you anything, I, I, I told never you said nothing about you being good. <laughs> you could play. You, you ain't never say, nigga, don't come here. It's not worth your time if you if you love the sport. I oh, stayed yeah. with Joel. You didn't Joel was that. my guy. You didn't ask that, though. You got to ask the right question. If you would have asked me, yo, do I if I want to love football forever, should I come to school here? Because the question is, there's no. The most important question I ask is, do you like being here? I and did. Said, yes. Yes. I said, how's the football team? Practice is okay, yada, yada. Uh, we, we've been getting our ass beat, but hopefully with y'all recruiting class, we'll be good. And that's what we was, bro, you got to also remember, we hadn't won a game. When y'all, so there, there was nothing, there was nowhere to go but up. That's that's <laughs> We could only go up from this. Now you could go undefeated times two. No, nah, bro. I'll. I doubt that's one thing I'll say. We ain't have a lot of talent, but 
we had enough people on that team, we wouldn't have lost back to back to beat the season. I don't, I don't see that. That was too much. We damn near did though. Um, we damn near did. I think it's a combination of things though, right? So to go back to the recruiting thing, right? And y'all can tell me if y'all felt this way. Uh, Joel got who? Who recruited you? Uh, Brand. So Brand recruited you personally. Yeah. Paul recruited me. Who? I follow Paul on uh Facebook, bro. Never would have guessed. <laughs> Trumper. Never would have guessed. Big Trump. Big big time. <laughs> um, sad as hell. Uh, but that's who recruited me. Um, and then when I got there, every conversation that I had with Coach uh Coach B was. It seemed like he was like walking on eggshells, like he was trying not to say the wrong thing. But I never knew what the hell the wrong thing could have been. Uh, oh, and then I remember freshman, he asked me if I was on drugs. And I found that very offensive. <laughs> I mean, I smoked a little weed, but I wasn't on <laughs> drugs. He asked me if I was on drugs. And I'm like, the rest of your football team is on drugs. I know your line doing cocaine, son. <laughs> and you asking me. I'm just sad because I miss mama. <laughs> Shit, I'm far from home. But did y'all get that same feeling that like it was, it was awkward talking to him. Like I wish it was, and and I know white people, <laughs> so I know I, it's not all white people ain't awkward like that when you talk to him. Brand is a used car salesman through and through. He sold you a lemon. He's gonna he's gonna he, he's gonna sell you something that you know ain't gonna last that you know you shouldn't buy, but then the deal sounds so sweet. You're like, am I ripping him off or is he ripping me off? <laughs> Either way, we're about to find out when I pull off this lot. <laughs> Because Joe can attest to this. Outside of football, right? Because we, we was able to go to the uh, boss house. You went to church with him. So, like, could you speak to that? That Because I, I knew that man a little bit. And he was uh, he was much better than the, the dude coaching us from Monday to Friday. But that was just me. Yeah. I think, like, outside of football, he was real cool. And he actually had, like, if you if he knew you like that, he would, like, have your back no matter what, honestly. That's why I, like, never had a problem with him. Yeah, he, he tried to take me under his wing. My problem is my point person was Wilson originally. <laughs> so, so then Brand tried to get buddy-buddy with me, but I'm like, I'm not even buddy-buddy with Wilson. And my whole thing is, if, you, if I feel like you shady, I, I can't get too close to you. Because I can feel a lie coming. Like, my, my intuition is just there. I'm like, I'm like, bro, you sounding weird, especially, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. Uh, uh. So this one good. So like, if, if that's the energy you're coming at me with, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you at at a distance. And then Brian smiled too much. That, he smiled too much. No, that's Wilson though, bro. The, know, that, what I you just that, said, that's that's, that's he can't he can't help that. <laughs> nah, nah. Well, I seen more of Wilson's true personality and who he really was after. Oh yeah, the, I, again, somebody else Brand left and he stayed. I was like, okay, yeah, he's he's uh he's no a, he. He, he's cool. I think Wilson's cool. Wilson's interesting. I, oh, interesting for sure, but I think I he's cool, cooler than the person. Cool cool, he's cooler than the person most players thought he was on the field. See, but also, they didn't sell y'all Wilson like they sold us. So, Joe was there. Was you there with the Wilson last year before he went to U Chicago? Or was Me? he? Yeah. Was, oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he left in my sophomore year. And they made Wilson seem like he was this defensive mastermind. Like he was this guru that was gonna gonna come back and gonna change our whole defensive philosophy. And we which was wild because the black dude who was the fucking D coordinator uh my freshman year was really, really good. Uh 
he got some legal shit and blew it and had to leave. Uh, but had he been there, that brother, bro, we that defense would have been solid, man, solid. So when 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 Wilson comes and I meet this man, I'm like, this nigga I was talking about. This is this is the defense. And then I heard the, I'm also one of them people, bro. When you a leader, I'm supposed to follow you. That's dope. But if the person leading you talk to you like you ain't shit, I'm supposed to be following you. <laughs> How I'm supposed to respect you, bro? The way Brandon just taught this man at practice, bro. We had to fight, nigga. We was in the street. <laughs> if we was in the street. We had to fight, and this man just we talking about a a b talking about how Arians was talking to him, bro. Brad, I got the same. Brad has never been told no while he's in a position of power. That's why he talking to people like that. Exactly, and then and then when he tried to talk to me like that on that unfortunate day, he realized, oh, he he's not going. And then when he tried to sweet talk me after I left the field, he like, hold on, he's not coming back. This is new for me. <laughs> this is new. I'm like, hey, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you did this to you. Like, they also sell a bunch of goods about. Well, they sell a lot of folks just football, right? So in a way, he know that's all a lot of people had. But that was a lot of that was the reason a lot of people was there, right? So, like, it was so many guys. Like, I'm thinking about Tyler. Tyler said often, if it wasn't football, if he didn't have football, he wouldn't be at Beloit. Which I thought was wild, because we were so fucking bad. <laughs> that why would you hitch your happiness on this? But I know my boy, and that's why my boy was angry and sad 90% <laughs> of the time. Because he, I mean, when you hitching on football, boy, as bad as we was. I don't think y'all understand, listeners. We were really, really fucking. And not for lack of trying. Um, we, we, were, we were bad due to leadership. And I, that's where I'll put it at. Because if we had better leadership and account, true accountability on the team, I don't think we would have been as bad. I remember, like, mind you, I never had a losing season. And I don't think I ever did because I left the team before. It, it, it could have been, I could have went 500 in my head. But we, I, I get to practice. You know, I'm, I'm injured. This is after. Um, so I had a fight on the bus at Grinnell, leaving Grinnell, right? Uh, so, some boy tried to test me oh, on yeah, the bus. Oh, yeah, you fought a nigga on the bus. <laughs> so, some boy tried to test me on the bus, and and I was big trust. I was like, nah, we don't do that here. And then uh, it, it went bad for him. But then I was the one that had to ride on the other bus. And I was my like, question That's is, why, why, why the two niggas from Florida got to fight, bro? Why y'all bro, had to be the one bro, who fight? I, he I was mad them, about them I know, losing. I know them Tampa niggas don't, don't got no mind. Well, I bro, thought y'all Miami niggas had a little bit more. Bro, listen, I, everybody remember the story. We get back on the bus. I'm trying to switch seats with somebody. I'm trying. I'm trying to sit a little close to the back. Probably some jokes with some niggas that didn't, didn't play the game like me. We watched the whole game. We didn't play. Uh, took a shower after the game. Nah, I just took my pads off, put my clothes on, hopped on the mm. bus. Mm. But me and buddy switch seats. We all good with it. He come on the bus, bro. That's not where you were sitting before. I was like, I know. He was like, Why you sitting behind me? I said, Mind your business. He was like, Bro. Well, tell me about my bitch. I said, bro, you good? You know, he emotional because he just got his ass kicked. He got exposed that he not the D lineman that he thought he was. Like, you good? I said, bro, who you talking to? I'm we standing the whole time, and then he he pushes me. Mind you, he pushes me, and I go like this. And everybody on that bus, on my grave, can they could swear on it. I looked at him and I said, Bro, if that's how hard you push, you don't want to fight me. Then he tried pushing me again. Nothing happened. 
So then I pushed him. He flew about four or five rows. They came charging at me. I got him in the headlock. <laughs> Started squeezing him. You know, he had a nosebleed. And then people looked at me like I did something. I was like, yo, I told him he didn't want this. So I was on this bus. And I don't know all the rest of that shit. But I'm going to tell you, these two big niggas was tussling and falling all on shit, bro. And I played. So I'm sitting here like, hey, nigga, I'm tired, bro. Like like you said, we just got our ass beat. My shoulder hurt, right? I just want to I just want to go home and drink, bro. That's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> these two big niggas just rolling around. I'm like, got to be the fuck. Freshman, bro. Always <laughs> fucking freshman in here, man. Didn't make no damn sense. But that's what losing gets you. <laughs> but then Monday, Monday come, this is the kick of Monday come. Everybody running because of the fight. They running stairs. I ain't running no damn stairs. I was hurt at the game. I'm still hurt. I still got a growing problem. So I go to the trans do my treatment. I come out. Brand come up to me. This strike one. Belon, what you doing? You're the reasons we running. I, I look at him. I said... How am I the reason we're running? They said, you got in the fight. I said, what they got to do with, with them running? You, you made them run. And then he froze and looked at me. And then you had Alfred with me. Alfred cracking up in the back. And he like, I know you just ain't tell that white man that. I'm like, I ain't the reason they running. If he want to punish me, you gotta, he ain't taught to me since the fight. You two How am I supposed to know the team going to run? You two niggas lived in that damn training room. First <laughs> I ain't Bro, never I, seen niggas made out of glass. Luke's was made out of glass, too. And paper Bro, and I, I never pulled a groin before until I got there. And you, I, cause you I niggas, nobody ever worked out the way they was supposed to. No, no. Our, I, Wilson was our weight room guy. No, I, I, I was a gym rat by myself before I got there. I remember, actually, on my visit, on my visit, I remember I went to the weight room by myself because I had my own workout schedule. I see the team. I'm in the Why weight you room. showed up pregnant, bro? I still don't. Bro, no, I didn't show. I still had a six pack. You was telling lies, bro. Yo, you I okay? Pull so, up my so photos. Joe is a, this man had a six pack, bro. I do not bro, remember I, that, bro. I pull up my photos the day I arrived. Right now, because it's on Facebook, because <laughs> you you're a big captain. But Joe, I will tell you on my visit. I'm in the weight room with the football team. I'm on the bench repping 245. The team struggling at 185. I'm who looking at my No, I was just lifting by myself. No, what I'm saying, who on the team you was lifting? Like who 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 couldn't get 185? It was a white boys and Wilson around me. You that I think, Ian, I think Ian was one of them. <laughs> you said white boys, and I'm like nigga. Hey man, the team was majority. You have to like we because minorities I, ran the team. Because I know the minorities was definitely not struggling with the one fucking one eighty five, bro. Bro, I'm so looking at that, that 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 last year, bro. Because my bench that last year, I had uh three twenty five that last year. I think like uh three fifteen somewhere around there. Yeah, so I yeah. knew it wasn't. Knew it wasn't <laughs> right. And, and shit, the other white boys. I'm thinking, Al, I knew it wasn't Al. Adam was motherfucking cop strong <laughs> for no reason. That nigga's so small now, bro. Yeah, I was a savior on that team. Hmm? He was a savior on that team. Yeah, he was better than he had. Didn't he been his being to be that small at D line? Cause he was mean as hell. So yeah, dad two four for sure. But that was that was brand first strike with me. Like you let you making them run, and everybody looking at me who run for you. Now you ain't running for me. So let's go. So, so you hitting something? Let's let's. So I don't think we might not all have. Uh, coach brand strikes, but but what was your three strikes for the team, right? In general, so my so your first one was was that one. My first one was this nigga coming out of my back. He was out a damn cracking hit. Joe, what was your first strike in general? First strike, um, probably like um, once I once they promised me a spot and I saw like a senior there already, like that was my first strike. Like you you ain't tell me this before. It's so, like you lying mm. the whole process. Okay, so they start they start lying. What you yeah. got for, for number two, Demond? What was number the two? One number two was the next day of practice that same week after the fight. Um, you know, I finished chopping up with Cecil, 
And then, um, you know, I'm still practicing with my hurt groin. And then that bitch ass uh, offensive coordinator, I can't remember his name, ran the most raggedy West Coast triple option I've ever seen in my life. He comes up to me out of nowhere and tells me, you know why you don't play? I'm like, hmm, tickle my fancy. Because I don't trust you. That's why I don't put you in the games. I was like, you don't trust me? He's like, yeah, you got to earn my trust. I'm like, back in my head, you know, this is new to me. I haven't been around white people like this ever in my life. I go tell Cecil that he, he, he flips. He's like, he said that racist shit to you. I said, racist? I didn't take it as it was racist. And but you know what? Now, now me racist. looking back at it, that mother was telling me, you black, I don't trust you. And I'm like, how you don't trust me if I produce and practice? So, so that's what threw me off. And then when I told Cecil that, Cecil caught a flip on him and like went off on him. But um, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was the first strike. Man, 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 I ain't gonna let Caligo keep, keep trying me right now, man. I'm pulling up these photos. He finna pull out, he finna pull out a picture with his shirt off, y'all. I'll let y'all know. Nah, like. this, this me and my roommate right here, uh, freshman, freshman year. This is the first you game. You did room with Graham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's the, the 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 pink look blurry, but uh, I, so I was for, cut for those that's watching the video, that's actually my brother or one of my brothers on the right. That white boy, wild. Hey, we I think we still another photo. Fresh meal. Stop, stop trying so he, me. He like he Halloween. in the medium. He like he in the medium. Halloween. So when did they try to move you to defense line, bro? When did you get that good? When you gained your freshman? No, team? they 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 just always wanted me there for some when reason. You gained your freshman <laughs> team, bro. But I was after football. I'm about to I say, I, if I because play I, Martin Luther King play, bro, you definitely plump. I jumped to 245, but the thing is, I wasn't doing no cardio. Like, for, for a long, long time, how I was tall like, are you, bro? I'm six feet. But for the longest time, and, and I was drinking a lot of beer. I didn't drink beer. Like, I drank beer in high school, but it wasn't, like, to the capacity of that. So, I wasn't doing cardio. I'll go to the weight room and lift, and then I'll drink a shit ton of beer and alcohol. So, I got literally a beer's gut second semester, but I was no more than 245. Man, say no more than two forty five. Like two forty five. You know how I know because I will go get plasma and they will weigh your ass every time. Hey, so shout I out, knew my weight. Shout out to them college kids giving plasma, bro. You and know. That was two forty five with all the clothes on, so I knew I wasn't like that big, but I knew I wasn't doing the right things for my body at, at that point. I don't know, man. Beer sound like it was good to me. It, it was good to my body, at that point. But that was my second strike right there. Him telling me I don't trust you, and I'm like, I haven't. I never fumbled in the practice. We didn't. Ever. So before he give all these goddamn stats, y'all, I got to come clean about our non-contact fucking practices. Non, we could not hit. Nah, there was I know non-contact for. I know for, this because my, my second strike. They didn't want you touching and getting kicked out of practice. They didn't that want you to touch that strike. white boy. They didn't want you to touch that white they boy. Touching nobody, bro. I remember one day I uh, shook was Collins. Uh, got the long hair. He used to play running I, back. Whew. I remember one day we ran a play. I see him, I load my shoulder, boom, I run him over. And then he's, he's, I hear him on the bottom of the pile. Are you serious? I was like, bro, this is how I'm used to practice. The next play, we run the ball, the whistle blows, boom, he come and hit me afterwards. I'm like, bro. bro. He was like, he was like, I had to get you back. Collins, I'm like, bro. <laughs> Collins was a running back. Um, My freshman year, Collins, didn't move to, Collins moved a linebacker his junior year, I want to say, when you came back. Joe, your sophomore year. Our sophomore year. I yeah, think yeah, Colin Moon linebacker. Because our first practice, bro, again, this is this is how I knew we wasn't supposed to hit. I was not used to not hitting in practice. That ain't Especially no shit. Full we, pass. Yeah, we, that ain't no shit. We, if we in full pass, bro, and I'm out here just walking, uh, running, what is it, three three quarters? That's some bullshit, bro. Because mm -hmm. one, I 
in the damn car. I ain't a fucking speedometer to know what the fuck three quarter, three, three quarter speed is. So they threw a bubble screen to Collins and them niggas wasn't blocking. Didn't know that it was three quarter speed. Man, I turned that motherfucking helmet round. Collins ass had a concussion, he had to go out that day. And them niggas was like, ah, damn. But yo, anywhere else, that gains you enough respect, right? Well, they put you out there at least. Hitting people does not get you any respect, apparently, knowing that, especially, and this was my thing, bro, that really pissed me off, really made this strike too. My freshman and sophomore year, no, I'm not the best coverage safety in the world, not the biggest linebacker in the world, but I'm watching every Saturday niggas miss tackles, and I don't do that. That I know I don't do. So <laughs> everything else, bro, not knowing the plays, not why, yeah, fuck, that's right. I, I didn't know any of that. But if it come to like being able to hit people and they're not doing that, I can at least go do that. But uh, again, right, that, that let me know that's not what they was. That's not what they was on, bro. Like, mm. but that was strike two for me is that we don't hit at practice. This is odd. This is why we get our ass whooped on Saturdays, y'all. And this is why people stay hurt. I hear on Saturdays. This can't can't hit shit. <laughs> what was strike two for you, Joe? Strike two for me was uh. Basically sophomore year, they had me at the the nickel position and like slash linebacker. And I didn't want to play that, honestly. I wanted to play cornerback. And I felt like, you know, I could compete for a cornerback spot. And basically they didn't let me change into like the next season. So like I was like thinking about leaving, honestly. Was sophomore year we still was Kenny still there? Yeah, he was still there. He wanted to play safety. I wanted to play a corner. We wanted to switch. We talked to Brandon about it and everything. But and that would have been that'd have been dirty as fuck. You at corner, him at safety, tone at safety. Yeah. They didn't want to win, bro. They didn't want to win. I know that. Because it didn't even... So let me know. Let me take that back. So no, it could have been Kenny back there. Let Tone ass sit down for a year. Learn the defense. Learn the defense. Or even put him at corner and let him learn mm-hmm. the defense. Because we had we had a we had a, a white boy named Will Mack. That cracked plays football, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you talking about knock your shit loose, bro. That boy... He plays some football, boy. Uh, so that's why I say let let um let motherfucking tone learn, and then our defense get even better, bro. Um, but like you said, ain't nobody trying to win. Right? Ain't nobody trying to win. Also, I apologize for saying cracker for uh, my future uh, career. If people say that's a slur, um, I do apologize. It, it ain't niggas, but for people that may be in their feelings about it, I know I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I want to put that out there. Uh, but uh, what was uh, what was number three? Strike three. Before I get to number three, I just thought of a memory that they tried to use against me. And this ain't my third one, but when they switched Matt Call, our only good receiver on offense, from slot receiver to corner, and he did it almost seamlessly after one game, and we all looked around like, that's crazy. Then they approached me again. You see, Matt switch. Matt, I think they had Matt switch to let me know like the switch is okay as possible. But Matt, but, Matt played his mirror position. Like if you're gonna play move from receiver, the logical jump would be a uh, cornerback. Like running back to D lineman don't make sense. Not no. That means D lineman is D tackle and D end. They wanted me at nose guard. They wanted yeah, me to take on double that's, team. That's again why I feel like that two forty five came a little bit earlier than no, you kind of. No, I waited at two thirty five freshman year. That's what I'm saying. You you tripping? I just showed you two photos. One on Halloween when I was already off the team, and one at our first game day. You just remembering wrong. You had mm-hmm. the concussions now. I did I have them concussions. Bring, that was number three. Wanna, that's that was the third strike. Nigga, the concussions. I, I, I didn't want to bring up your health. 
you know, I don't want to put head injuries, down, boy. but but you just remember it wrong, okay? Might be, um, but my my third strike was the day I uh walked off the team and never came back. You mean um, when you tried to uh organize that de facto walkout? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, like you know what? No, no, let's, let's talk about this because this shit got me so mad because what the story was is not what it is. Because I didn't know enough people on the team to get the signatures that got signed. For the record. For the record. Um, so everybody know that thing that was going down in, was it, Missouri, right? With the it walkout? At, it was at UAB, I thought. UAB, team walked out because of their facilities or whatever. I remember one day, the reason I knew a lot about it, it was one day uh had to go to the liquor store. It was me, Calego, and two other people. I think one of them was, uh was it LaSalle? Oh that, God, it that, might have been. Shout out, my, hey, shout out my little bro. Lord, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Esquire. it was a little bro. And, um, Esquire, nah, what's his name? The guy that was like 6'10". Like he was one of the quarterbacks, like 6'8". Six six. Luke? Uh, was it Luke? Luke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Luke, all in the car and we talking about this, right? And all y'all sigs, I'm just a freshman. So y'all telling me about it, I didn't really know about it. And um, y'all like, shit. And... And because I didn't come up with this idea. Y'all like, shit, we might as well do that ourselves. Shoot, I'll be down for it. I'll be down for it. And then and, and then we literally in the conversation talking about people that would be down for it. I said, bet, I'll keep track of names for y'all. That's how it started. That's how it began. That's how it began. So from that origin, within a 48-hour time, we had like 70-something people on the team. About 50 people either approached me or came to a conversation I was in talking about it to somebody else. And they're like, shit, I'll be down for that. And how many and people up, actually walked out? Give us the number. I don't, I don't know. I, I never really planned a walkout. The walkout you. was never planned. You, the nigga, it's a very simple number. You now, walked out. Now let's fast and forward And then you talked around day. like the John Travolta meme, like, hey, nigga, where everybody else at? We nah, like, nah, we still nah. Play football, bro. Nah, like, nah, We still like football. And you was like, <laughs> but but morals. We was like, yeah, nigga, but football. <laughs> what you talking about? Nah, nah. Colin Kaepernick, so, nigga, what? So, so let me wild. take you to the, to the day of. The day of we had a normal, regular practice. You know, I get. I usually got to practice extremely early, so I had a, I bought a bike. So I ride my bike down early because I would have to do heat treatment and then get my groin wrapped. So I'm usually one of the first people in the locker room. And y'all can attest to this because anytime y'all walked in, y'all heard some Kanye. Because I, I was one of the first niggas there every time. I was time. elite because I had a, I think I had an afternoon, late afternoon class. So we so I'm, warm, I'm warming up. Uh, you know, I think it was Andy was the name of the trainer. He's like, all right, take it light. You know, start off warm. Don't push your body too much. It's just practice. Brand walks through. He sees me getting wrapped. Like he did every single day. We get out to the field. He mad about something. I think we lost another game because it was a Monday, I believe. Well, yeah, we lost another game. Not it's a shocker. That we lost the game. I think. I think this is game four or five at this point. And uh, usually we start off practice on individuals, and we'll do a little stretching and stuff like that. He told everybody get in the groups and then start running, like thirty yards, twenty yards, something like that. Have us doing these weird sprints. Where he was standing at, he'll blow his whistle. And then he definitely got close to the line I was in and blew the whistle. People were running, people were running. When it came to me, he blew the whistle. I going two four speed at this time. I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm warming up the body. I jog down, you know, then he makes a comment out loud. If we ain't gonna take these serious and run, we're gonna be here all day. I looked around and somebody was like, somebody started laughing. I was like, if he talking to me, he never say it to me. 
We go, we jog back down. We're in the end zone. Now we're coming back out again. I start jogging. He stops me. And he said, he had the nerve to say this to me. Are you hurt, son? Am I hurt? Come on now, you know you Negroes can take more pain. He said, than no, no, person. he said. <laughs> you know y'all superhuman, you, you good? He said, are you hurt, son? And stops me while everybody's jogging. I said, am I hurt? He's like, yeah, is there a reason you're not giving me your full effort? I said, are you serious? He's like, what? And I literally, a million options went through my mind at that point. I said, bro, I think I'm about to hit this man right here. He definitely was a white man that would sue and press charges. That's what I, I was ready to hit him. So, I took, <laughs> he so I took my helmet off, looked him dead in the face, dropped the helmet, lift up my shoulder pad, took off my clicks, took the shoulder pads off, and started walking off. He's like, are you serious? Are you serious? You just going to walk out on your team? Team? What team? You want me to lay out my ground for the team? Nah. So I just left, got in, took my clothes off. I hopped on my bike, rode up that hill. Went back to campus. And the next day I get an email, asked to come in. Them wanted me to come back on the team. I said, I'll think about it. Two Ooh. days later, they called me back in and we heard you trying to start a petition to get people to quit the team. I said, I didn't start no petition. <laughs> Three strikes within the first year. Milan, Milan ran out of his strikes in that first year. He was like, I'm done with this. First, first two months. Done. Now, mind you, he went to, he moved 25 hours away from home. 20, 20 hours. 20, 20 hours away from home and, and, and took a whole two months. I, I'm, I'm dumb. Um, and I'm a pain freak. So it took me three years to get three strikes. Um, <laughs> with the last one going, as Blonde had pointed out, after I had turned my brain into mush. Uh, so I had two concussions within a month of each other. I had one without two weeks, came back. Um, I was doing scout team. Don't know why I was doing scout team. I was a starter at this point. Um, bid my time. Um, and Brand was talking shit about something about how scout team was practicing. Um, because honestly, our defense has always been better than our offense, except for the year Derek was on our offense. Um, and Derek plays for the Oakland Raiders. Um, and has been in the league for the past decade. So that's why we couldn't be better than him. We always, <laughs> but after that, like the power differential was not even close. So I'm he like, go harder, make them work. And I'm like, in my mind, like, we can't hit nobody. <laughs> We're running somebody else's defense, but you still want me to go full speed, right? He was like, yes. Yeah, so I'm supposed to be blitzing. Uh, Stafford was the, the the guard. And I guess the play that I don't know who we playing, but the, the, the linebacker on the blitz go right through that nigga nose on the card. So I geared the fuck up and I, wow, Stafford big ass fell back. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? I said, you said go full speed. <laughs> then nigga, I went to blinking. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm seeing two everything. I say, man, not at practice, bro. I go back in and see Andy. Andy's like, what's going on? I say, man, I think I'm going to fuck my head up again. <laughs> Did a little test. He's like, oh, yeah, man. So I'm out two more weeks. So I go into Andy. I'm like, yeah, Andy, I think I'm about to... Uh, I don't think I want to do this no more, man. I done got two concussions, two weeks into the two a month and a uh, month apart, bro. I, I I need my brain. I'm gonna be making money with this at some point. And he said, yes. <laughs> and he said, I was gonna tell you the same. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I beat you to it, bro. So I go in there to talk to uh Brandon Wilson. Say, so you know, 
We're done, man. I can't finish the season. Um, gotta stop taking my health. This, that, and other. This nigga response was, yeah, I mean, you ain't going to the NFL. <laughs> All right. Fuck me then, bro. I I thought more, yeah, bro, make sure you take care. You, you know, your health is at the utmost importance. We worried about you. Nah, you ain't going to the league. No shit, bro. I'm 5'9", 190 pounds. I'm just trying to breathe well. Like, I don't... I, and that was so wild to me, bro. After, like, three years on this team, with having to watch someone who I know is not better at football <laughs> play and just take it. Like, just supposed to be happy about it. And finally get a chance, and I go out there and kill myself for you, and it's the best you got for me. That's fine, dude. Uh, luckily, that wasn't my actual last season playing. It was just my last season for Blewett, and I was able to end on a high note, um, having fun again. Uh, because if that was my last year playing football, bro, I don't know what I would have done. I had, I didn't, I wouldn't even watch football no more, to be honest, bro, because I had fell out of love that bad. They took the, I couldn't stand football, bro. Because they made it, like, not fun. Not fun at all. So, before we we, we we finna get to the last thought. So, Joe, you finna bring us home with that last strike? What was the last strike for you? Hey, oh, hold on. Before Joel said, I want everybody to know that Joel was known on the team as Brand's adopted son. That's how I was introduced to Joel on the team. On the team, and yeah, that's that's Brand's son right there. He has dinner at their house. <laughs> so, so, what was your last straw? <laughs> Outside, I mean, outside of your adopted father being fired. <laughs> hey, I see you throwing shade right now. <laughs> it's definitely not true, but uh, for me, it was like, uh, like um, I think towards la- the end of the season, my senior year, we played like Norbert. I got hurt like in the fourth quarter, right? Couldn't really move my arm. My shoulder was like done. And then um, the next week, uh, it was like um, senior night or whatever. I ain't practiced that whole week. I told him I wasn't even going to play, bro. Like, at this point, we like two and seven. Like, I'm not trying to hurt myself with the team, bro. Like, the season's over. We're not going to the playoffs. This, there's, like, nothing at stake, bro. And so I was like, I'm, I don't want to play. And he was like, uh, just go out there and play. I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to play, bro. I'm hurt, bro. Season's over. Like, I'm wasting my time right now. And so, like, I suited up last game. Um, He said, do what I can. I played, like, maybe one series. I just uh, went to uh, – forgot his name. Um, He was one of the Texas boys. I just told him to go in for the rest of the game, bro, and just put my jacket on and just chilled on the sideline, bro. See, so I want y'all to, like, if y'all don't get nothing else from this, is that even at the college level, we had A.B., like, that, that situation A.B. described with him and his coach, right? This shit ain't new. Um, Which, Blunt, I, I was thinking of the other day, bro, I, I got to give you that. I thought I gave you that already, that there's a very good chance that Bruce Arians was talking to that man like he was crazy. It's a very good chance they made that man go out there and, and, and try to play hurt. All of these things are true. But like I say often, the two reaction things. doesn't fit. Doesn't fit it. I agree with no, you. No, no, no. The two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. That that shit could have happened, and he still was dead ass wrong for what he did. Yeah, he, I, <laughs> like, I don't excuse his, his reaction to it. All, not at all. And when, especially when we get into the fact that again, when we talk about a sport where we dominate, right, population wise and everywhere except leadership, <laughs> because that's how it works. Are left, yeah. yeah. Listen, uh, one 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 black head coach left, and that brother is only still left because he's never had a losing season. So you have to be extraordinary but even us right there is well he, if, he getting that ass tap right now just glance at the tv for they had 14. no business in the playoffs if lamar doesn't get hurt the ravens get in and they probably get their ass smack first round too but they get in um but we i felt like all three of our reads our strikes man there was something that had to do with some sort of injury right 
where our coaches either wanted us to play through it or didn't believe that we was hurt or show complete indifference, in my case, to us being hurt. Like, hey, man, nigga, I right, guess you done. We You ain't got nothing else for us, uh, so we done with you. Um, and that's interesting uh, because I, I feel like, just personally, and this is the wrap-up, if y'all don't know, this is my real spill for the week. Um that's how America just does us in general. And it's very interesting because I just had a conversation with my boss. This past week, we were doing our goal setting meeting. And I love my organization because I can be this honest with my boss. Um, and she was actually you know, like, well, you know, what are you, you know, your goals for this year? You know, how can I help you achieve the things that you want to achieve this year? What are you looking for? Uh, end of the year, where do you want to be? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into DEI. Um, recruitment of black teachers, that's what my dissertation is on. That's my life's passion right now here. I'm a black educator. Um, and I'm tired of us just talking about how important they are. I want to be on the ground in policy, making sure that we're making things um, with, with support to make sure that they are successful in the classroom. And I can't do that in the position that I am now. So I essentially was able to tell her, you know, I apply for something within the organization. If I don't get it, and I'll find out in about a couple of weeks, I'm not going to be here past this year. And I can promise you that um, because I've realized, and football taught me this, um, I'm not, I can't keep, uh, people just ain't finna keep using me for things. Um, it's about time I start turning the tables um, and leveraging other folks for once. Um, because I feel like my, a large part of my life, whether it's been in, when I was in FFA, a mostly white organization, FBLA, a mostly white organization, playing at my, uh, on football for my rural high school with a bunch of white folks, going to college with a bunch of white, I've been doing stuff for white folks my whole life. And I'm tired. I'd go and do some stuff with some black folk once, once or twice, you know, and get, get paid for it. The white man paid me to do it. Um, and I think about that often. So the real spill that I leave you this week is identify areas in your life where you feel like people are trying to get over on you. And think about the things that you are doing. If somebody else is doing those things that people are asking you to do, yet they getting paid, you're supposed to be putting a price on it, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do things for free. Even if you love folk. Don't do it for free. Maybe do it at a discount. But don't do it for free. Um, now, nah, not even a discount, my brother. One of my favorite quotes from Eric Thomas is either you do it for free or you do it for full value. Don't be cheap. I fuck with ET, but I'm going to do it at a discount because I still need some money. Um, <laughs> free is very special case. Free is, whoo. This charge, nigga, I grew up with. For my services, bro. $50 an hour. He thought he was going to get it for 25 I had to tell him, no, sir, tutoring's 50 an hour. That's what I charge the Asians. That's what I'm charging your ass. I got to. Got to. Get full value. <laughs> get something. That's what I can tell you. You can listen to Eric Thomas. You can get nothing for Nigga, get something. Because, nigga, listen. Inflation 7%. And it's only going to keep going up. Joe ass sleep. Go ahead, Blonde. What's your real spill for the week, bro? Uh, in reflections of uh, conversations I've had this week, um, one really stood with me, and it was about, uh, and I know you guys ain't the biggest Kanye fans, you know, I'm a stan, but um, one of his quotes about uh, say it out loud and see how you feel. Um, and I want to push that out into the ethos, to the universe, to everybody listening. Whatever thoughts you're having, whatever feelings you're holding, whatever inner struggle you're having, verbalize it, say it out loud, have that conversation with somebody or just say it out loud. Like, I, like I'm literally somebody, I, I overthink I'm a Virgo. I, I get in my own head. And then sometimes I just have to 
Randomly, I'm walking my dog while I'm in my apartment. I will say what I'm thinking out loud is that energy transfer is different when it, once it becomes vocal. And I'm like, oh, that's stupid. Or I'm like, oh, maybe I have something here. Let me go talk to somebody about it. Like, let's stop living in our heads and start living in reality in the sense of everything is not up here. Um, we tend to think just because it's in our minds and in our thoughts um, that it is in a way, factual or true. Um, if you don't verbalize it and create it in some way, shape, or form, it is not. And that brings me back to the quote I sent out today. And it was, uh, all we do is go for the truth that make us feel comfortable. I don't have to be, it don't have to be true. It just, it's just what's true to us makes us feel comfortable. Like the truth never has to be true to you as long as you feel comfortable in receiving it. So if you're not having those real conversations with people, um, and that's why I love talking to Kalego, because we will always vastly di disagree on certain things, but we understand that the truth is not just one way. There's, it, it could be easily sliced down the middle in that gray area. But if you don't have the conversation, you'll live with your thoughts and that's how you live in separation. So verbalize whatever you're feeling, say it out loud and see if you still feel the same about it. All right, Joel, give us the real spill for the week, man. Take us home. All right. Mine goes like kind of with our conversation that we just had, like about the injuries. And so it's a uh, take care of yourself, bro, because people will drive you to the ground, whether it's like athletics or whether it's like even uh, employment. They'll like drive you to the ground and use you for everything you got and just leave you there, bro. And just go on to the next one when you're done. So like, um, I mean, we don't plan now, but like as far as like employment, take your days off, bro. If you tired, you sick, take your days off, bro. They got PTO for that. So don't let them just use you and like continue. Um basically beating to the ground till you're done. Because right when you're done, they're going to move on. So take care of yourself. Ooh, that's the one. Snap to that, boy. Hey, we the one. Take your days off. Don't worry about the people at work. Fuck work. That's, hey, the people that can worry about work. Nigga, I'm home. Uh, hey, man, this was a dope-ass conversation. Next week, um, I think we're we going to finish the journey. Um, we'll, 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 next week, we plan on wrapping it up. Now, yeah. we, we, we talked about our experiences. Now, we're going to try to look into the NFL. Like, how... Everybody thinking Antonio Brown walked off the field. This is common. Players leave and walk off the field and don't come back. And we're going to talk did. about how yep. players leave and don't come back and do not make an ass of themselves on the way out. So the antics I, is one thing, yep. As we uh, go into this next week, man, y'all be safe. Uh, stay blessed. Love on your loved ones. This has been The Real Spill with your boy C. It's your boy B. We thank our boy Joel for coming through, man. We'll see y'all next week. Appreciate